Welcome to Monahan's North Bay. Mike's unique take on everything and your way to get plugged into our community. Here's Mike Monahan. This week on Monahan's North Bay, we're going to talk to retiring broadcaster Rocco Frangioni. After 39 years in the business, he is hanging up his headphones. Rocco Frangioni coming up in a sec. This is Monahan's North Bay. It is brought to you by the North Bay Regional Health Center Foundation's Cancer Care Close to Home campaign. You can donate today. It's cancercareclosetohome.com. My guest today is retiring announcer after 35 years in, no, 39. What? 39. Come on. 39. 39 years in broadcasting, ladies and gentlemen, Rocco Frangioni. Good morning, Michael. 39 years. Incredible. Wow. It just feels like yesterday. Really, it does. All m- Most of your career in Northern Ontario, though, right? Uh, virtually 99.9999% of it because uh, my, I worked at three radio stations in all my entire career. Uh, first one in Renfrew at an old station that just no longer exists. I uh, call letters CKOB. C- a, CKOB? CKOB. I was just a weekend um, shift announcer on Saturdays and Sundays, uh, 6 to midnight. And uh, after that, just a couple of months, that was back in 1980, a couple of months later, got the news job in Elliott Lake, the last big mining town of uh, northern Ontario, just about, Yeah, and uh, headed up there. And that would have, like, that would have been a big, a bustling town. What year would have that been? Uh, that was uh, December for me, December 1980, and uh, it was a bustling town. Just a real quick story on that. Uh, I was 26 at the time. Uh, without a word of a lie, I represented the average age of that town's population at the time, 26. Wow. If you were a- around 40 years old, at that time, you were considered a senior citizen in Elliott Lake. Everybody was just so young and so many pregnant women. You know? <laughs> and now uh, average age in Elliott Lake would be 130? <laughs> Easily. You know, you're not far off the mark because it's become a retirement town since the, t- uh, since the mines closed. And listen, if you don't be offended, uh, average uh, age uh, in North Bay is about 128. <laughs> yeah. Now you're from Ottawa. Ottawa's originally home. Yep. But I've spent more than half my life now in, in Northern Ontario and it, it has become home because, uh, you know, met my, my I met my wife in Elliott Lake uh, and uh, my future wife, uh, you know, four kids, three grandchildren. So uh, we're staying. All the time uh, as a news person, news director. Uh, so you're always, you were always in the news though, right? Always, except for that one stint in Renfrew back for a couple of months back in the uh, You were a disc jockey? I was a disc jockey and I, I, was, I was bored. It was boring. It was boring. I, I, I needed more. Boring, <laughs> and that's no offense to you, because you do you do a great <laughs> job announcing and uh, communicating with the public. The uh, there were, you you had a small stint and uh, as owner of the radio station. Well, who owned it when you got there? Uh, it was a company called Huron Broadcasting, and it was a combination of radio, television, and cable. The TV and cable parts were located in the Sioux Sioux Saint Marie. Uh, the radio stations were in Wawa, a couple in Sioux Saint Marie. Uh, then we came in Elliott Lake uh, uh, and Espanola, well, Espanola, and there's a repeater station in uh, in Blind River at the time too. Oh, okay, and then uh, they eventually sold. Who did they go to? Well, they went to in 1985. They sold to Mid Canada, uh, the old MCTV. I remember, remember that. that. It was like a uh, I want to say a Maple Leaf, but it wasn't a Maple Leaf, but it was like a five. It was, it was something. Yeah, like I, that. Yes, yeah. I can. I, I re- actually recall the logo because we all became kind of. 
MCTV. MCTV, yeah. yeah. Because, and then, you know, because the, the, what? They bought the stations in Pembroke, North Bay, uh, the, the Sudbury the stations. TV and the... Yeah, that's right. And the radio stations. Yeah, yeah. And the only stations they didn't buy at the time were the ones in, in the Sioux. So they stopped in Elliott Lake, but they extended from Elliott Lake to Pembroke. And then later on, the Pierre Morissette, the, the originator, creator of the Weather Network, bought mid, the Mid-Canada stations. And it was from that that... Uh, uh, that I got involved with buying the Ellie Lake station after that. With, uh, because former Pierre partner. Morissette did not. He wanted to get out of radio. Uh, this, the way the story goes was that he simply got into radio as a stepping stone to uh, create the weather station. The what weather year network. would have this been? Uh, that was, I think, 19, 1990 or something like that. Nineteen so you, early, early, early 19, about 1993 or so. So you become part owner of uh, a radio station, just one station? Uh, well, you know, um, technically it was two stations. I hate, uh, Here's the detail. We had the station in Elliott Lake and Espanola, but uh, Walter, uh, my former uh, business partner, uh, had a great idea. I said, you know, the stations, and we, we had the repeater in Blind River. The stations were sucking up enormous amounts of power with the AM transmitters. Right. And and the hydro bill through the, was, was easily about $11,000 a month. Uh, this for, is a nineteen. These are nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety four. That's when it was like four cents a kilowatt yeah, hour. By exactly. The way. It's now thirteen yeah. or twenty, or probably more for business. Yep. So Walter had a great idea. So he said, "I'm shutting down the three AM transmitters. We're going to switch to FM. We'll have one stick. One that is one transmitter, and uh, we're going to stick that uh, transmitter on Manitoulin Island. And uh, there's a, a high. There's a, several. There are several high peaks on the island, and that one transmitter was able to reach the entire Algoma Manitoulin region. I mean, it's a big reach. It's uh, if you're traveling up north on Highway 69, just after you pass Perry Sound, you can pick up that Ellie Lake Station. Wow, yeah, it's big. It's a big reach. Hmm. And how long did you uh, own that? Uh, until about the early 2000s, when Christopher Grossman, who was the former owner of the Moose Station here. Bought us out. I said a small sit. So then you went what seven, eight years? How? We almost had it for about like what about eight or nine or something like that. I think I can't remember now yeah. exactly. You make any money? Yeah. Uh, only a small amount. Small amount. It's a small station. It's a small, small area. Small market area. It's so, back in the time too when you had to. You had to have a lot of staff. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Hey. Oh, you know when I first started at the LA Lake Station, 1980, 22 employees. More than half were at full and part-time announcers. Uh, when I left. Three. Yeah. <laughs> well, because three. all the automation. All the automation. Uh, and it became very reliable. Yep. Um, because, uh, yeah, when I started in broadcasting, I'd get to, uh, I worked in some bigger cities where they have even more staff. So, I mean, I was worked in Calgary. Like, I want to say there was 20, there was 20 announcers. Because we're covering seven days a week, 24 hours a day announcing. And then everyone did four-hour shifts. Uh, no one did six-hour shifts or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, there was like... You know the we we you know the announcers had a ball team, you know what I mean. Now, yeah, yeah. the whole station couldn't put together a ball team. <laughs> now, for a time, you worked at CFGO Ottawa. Yeah, I know, I know they've changed the call letter since then. Before you got there, I got a tour of the station. Again, without exaggerating, um, the friend of mine that toured the that let me tour the station took me to the newsroom because I was in news at the oh time. My gosh, yeah. There were twenty two news people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they weren't there that it was a weekend thing. Uh, but there were some guys there, but uh, they were at. at I think the maximum was 22. Each desk had a typewriter. Again, before the age <laughs> of computer, had a typewriter. Everyone had a typewriter. No computers, no internet, no email, nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, when I worked at that station, there wasn't quite as many in the news side, but it was still uh, very, um, there, there, yeah, like it, is a, it was a building and it was two floors. Yep. 
Um, and now we're in, what, what are we in here, 400 square feet? If we're lucky, <laughs> if we're lucky, they're like, like total yeah. upstairs and yeah. downstairs. It might be a uh, four or 500 square feet. Like you know, just because of, you know, we, we, we don't even keep the music in here anymore. It's on a cloud and we access it through a cloud and wow. yeah. So we barely even need computers anymore. And you're, I know the audience can't see this, but your control board is just so small compared to what we would have had in the earlier days. Yeah. We're not even going back that many, you know, that really that many years, but it's just so compact. It's just incredible. So um, your partner's Abby. Yes. Um, and how long have you, you two been together? Uh, we celebrated just a couple of months ago, or well, last month, I guess I should say, but we celebrated our 23rd anniversary. So 20, you know, 23 yeah. years. So uh, of, of marriage, but we've we, been we, together for 26. So she, and she was, so she was part of the ownership. Uh, well, she wasn't part, she used I to mean, do sales. I mean, she was around. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and funny thing is, is I met Abby only a few months after I arrived in Ellie Lake because uh, she and uh, her former husband had a little, uh, um, like a stationary type store or little okay. little party store and uh, they would sell coffee down there and what I needed I needed a break I just could head down to their shop it was just like about a one minute walk from the station yeah grabbed a coffee you know talked to her talked to her husband uh, talked to her uh, uh, for, well father-in-law and stuff like that you know nice guy and stuff like that it used to work for uh, the old uh, Hydro One next thing you know you were getting free coffee no, I wasn't. I was. I always pay for everything. You, an entrepreneur. Uh, I mean, in uh, an entrepreneurial spirit, the both of you have because you own a stereo Ooh. shop up there for a oh, while. Oh, that's right? true. You know, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I had reservations about that because I thought, oh my God, we want to. We're going to open this thing just as the last of the mines is going to close. You know, it's transitioning more to retirement town. I was scared. I was scared. But yeah. you know what? What was the stereo shop? What was it? It was called the electronics. No, no. The, <laughs> the electronic center. Yeah. Yeah. So we sold computers. Actually, um, again, real quick there, but uh, we were one of the first few stores, at least in the Northeast part of Ontario, to start selling computers. We began selling computers before Bianco's did in suburbs. Yeah, yeah. It was just weird. I mean, it's... Was that like 95, 96? Yeah, it was, that was 1995. Five ninety six. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. I remember so. getting my first uh, computer, and it was just a little after that. And, and of course, what a time! They've become smaller and more efficient over the years too. Uh, Thirty nine year broadcasting yep. career uh, coming to an end. Your last day here will be well, officially August the ninth, uh, which is you know uh, oh, Friday, and uh, but unofficial. Well, let, let let me rephrase that. Unofficially August the 9th, officially the thirty first, but I've got three weeks vacation. You got yeah, you're, so I'm using it. I'm using it and uh me well, and, if you don't uh, use it by the end of August, you, you, you lose it. You lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Retired or not. Yeah, and my retirement gift to me is a trip to Vegas, but only to use Vegas as the the base point because we're we've got several we got uh, some uh, jumping off points to go to, like uh, yeah, yeah. Grand Canyon, uh, Area fifty one. Don't jump off there. We're not gonna jump off the Grand Canyon, the Skywalk, yeah. We're going to make it to both the hopefully 50, the, uh, yeah. the the south rim and the west rim at the Grand Canyon. Nice area fifty one. We're you know, we're not going to get shot. We hope no, <laughs> and uh, just a few other uh, you know day trips as well. And plus you know see what the Vegas has to offer too. Um, this this is this is just my recommendation. Uh, just to make your trip a little more exciting when you go down there is uh, pop into uh, Walmart or something and like pick up like an eighty dollar drone. Uh, and oh. when you get to area fifty one. Shoot her up in the air and just take and how, how to, you know float it around a little bit and see how long that lasts. It, yeah, give it about two seconds because I keep reading online how you've got these uh, these uh, uh, armed security guards just a, a bit off this perimeter fence. Now the talk is they're armed. 
Are and they going to shoot it down? They'll shoot it down. Are they going to shoot they, down they, your they, Walmart they, drone? They, they probably would shoot it right down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've been in North Bay for uh, 12, 13 years. 13, uh, 13 years? years now. Yep. Wow. Yep. Come, uh, well, you know, again, officially when I retire, the 31st will be my 13th year because I came up uh, so the long weekend. So, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, Liberty weekend, 2006. Wow. And then, and yeah, and we put this radio station on the air right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you, Mike, it's gone by so fast. I mean, really, it's been 13 years. Again, it just feels like yesterday. It really so, does. And I'm sure all 39 years have gone by fast. I still remember my first newscast. I've got to get this story out. And I wish I had the original recording. It's long gone. I was so nervous. Uh, and, you know, and we used to be live. Everything used to be live right. back then. And I was so nervous going on the air with my first newscast. I must have made... 50 on-air mistakes because I was just so nervous. I just kept stumbling. No, with that said, it was probably a five or six-minute newscast it, too, back right? Then it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were they were all five-minute newscasts uh, except for the noon cast. And here's the, here's the anomaly. We had a newscast at 12.15. People, why 12.15 at noon? You know, because it was a mind shift. We had to make sure that we would catch the guys coming right. off shift at Denison Mines and Rio Algo Mines and, and the guys going on shift as well. If, yeah. you, if you did it at noontime, you missed them. So you had to do it. You had to do it. And they've been underground for twelve hours, so they exactly. need to hear the news. They, they needed to hear something, and it was a fifteen-minute news package. It had news, weather, yeah. and sports. Fifteen minutes. A lot of stuff going on back then over there. Yeah, yeah. good times. It well, was. It was. It's. Uh, it's been a pleasure working you too, with, with you for the last uh, yep. thirteen here, yep. and uh, enjoy retirement. This has been Monahan's North Bay, and now you're plugged into our community. Subscribe now and listen to the next episode of Monahan's North Bay with Mike Monahan.